0: ¡Adiós! All the time. We have come light years in the last two months, and people should be over the moon excited about that. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. It's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you.
1: It's a good day to talk to our friend and teammate Jason Wildey, especially after he was there when Jeff Hafley addressed the media for the first time in Green Bay. Good morning, Jason.
0: Good morning, everyone. How are you?
1: I was wondering if you have seen Jurassic Park.
0: Not recently. You mean the movie or like the actual theme park where those uh, dinosaurs are running around?
1: At the movie. Is the theme park a real thing? I don't think it's a real thing.
2: No, there's not dinosaurs in the theme park. Thank you. I appreciate you
1: uh-huh. clarifying that for <laughs> us, Joshy. Uh, no, the movie. The movie. The reason I ask is because we were just talking about all of the things that Jeff Hafley is looking for in his post-safety. And I was wondering if he's hoping that that technology that they used in Jurassic Park, you know, where they pulled the DNA out of the mosquito in the amber mm. to make the dinosaurs, was how he was going to create this unicorn player.
0: Well, I was kind of hoping that I successfully had given you pause to consider whether or not the Jurassic Park theme park actually so that was a win for me. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, look, he he acknowledged at the end of that answer that he was basically describing the perfect player, and there's been a few of those. I mean, you know, I, I, I know he's busy with head and shoulders commercials and has been out of the league for a while, but Troy Polamalu probably fits that mold. There's probably a few others over the years. And uh, the Packers don't have anyone on their roster that does. In fact, uh, they don't have that many safeties on their roster at all that are under contract. But, you know, I, I think what was more important in that answer and kind of in the overarching conversation that we had with him yesterday was the style of play that he's looking for. And, you I thought the most telling thing, and and when Lafleur said it, I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Uh, You know, my little antenna went up as a reporter saying, "We got to follow up on this." He kept talking about vision to the football, and vision to the football, as Chewy well knows, is not press man coverage. I mean, I learned uh, very early in my career covering Al Harris that because of the constant press man coverage, which obviously did not work very well in the 2007 NFC Championship game when they kept back shouldering him with Plaxico Burris. But you don't have vision to the football. And as a result, it's hard to intercept passes. I mean, I think think Al went to three Pro Bowls, and most seasons he only had like two interceptions because that's just not what, press man coverage allows you to do. And so when Lafleur said that, you knew that meant that they're going to play a pretty significant amount of zone coverage. And then, uh, Halfley talked about vision and break, which, you know, he wants to play a style that they are going to be in zone coverage, but as soon as the ball is thrown, that they're going to have two or three guys who are able to converge on where the ball is going. So it's a more aggressive style of zone coverage. So I thought yesterday was really illuminating. Um, yeah, I know he described a unicorn player, but the bottom line is is that safety is really important in what they're going to do, and they're going to have to find somebody who can play that position, perhaps not perfectly like the guy he described, but somebody who can play it better than the guys that have played it in recent years. Jason, we talk about Doc Rivers with the Bucs giving him a grace period, giving him time to implement his system with the Bucs, how much time do we give Halfley to get the people he wants in place? Do we give them, because in today's world, everyone's so impatient, you know, years ago, it used to be like, eh, you got to give this player a year or two to develop. That doesn't seem the case anymore. So is it, is it six months? Is it four games? Is it a season? What do you think it is? Yeah, uh, look, uh, I think there's obviously a huge difference between those two, right? I mean, Doc Rivers, for whatever reason, uh, the Bucks decided to make the change when they did. And now he's trying to implement the system in the middle of the season, as opposed to Jeff Halfley, who, you know, is his, his family is still back in Boston. So he's basically living at Lodge Kohler, uh, driving one minute across the street to Lambeau Field and going to his office and just grinding every day. So he's got plenty of time. Uh, to figure out who's on his roster, who he needs more, you know, what kind of players he needs in this system, et cetera. Um, and he's going to have all of the offseason, all of training camp, all the preseason games. You know, it was interesting that last year Lafleur went to playing more guys in preseason, right? He had mm-hmm. gone from being the guy who rested everybody and their brother to playing guys in preseason games, and I would predict that he will do that with many of his defensive players so they can get more experience. I'm sure they'll have a couple of joint practices with different teams as well, but I'm sure they're going to do that so they can get even more work with this new system. So I I would, I would think this is very different and I think the expectation should be that while they may not hit the ground running, that that once the season starts, they would at least, um, hit the ground, I guess, briskly walking like that Olympic walking, where people are walking really fast with that weird waddle style, Power and ride. then maybe going into a full sprint after that.
2: Yeah, it's all about the hips, Jason. You got to have those flexible hips to do the uh, yeah, the Olympic speed walking. Shout out to Chubbs. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> you it. had it. R.I.P. I pour one out. Um, Jason, the other thing that Halfley talked about yesterday was the relationship building aspect that he wants to do. How difficult is that during an NFL offseason, given the limited contact that they can have with players?
0: Yeah, they, they, you know, they won't obviously have the again. Back when Dewey and Don Hudson were coming to the offseason program. I mean, Chewie, am I remembering this correctly? Didn't you guys have like a a mini camp in like Arizona? Yeah, because they were very building the Hudson early in Center. Your career? Yeah, they were yeah. building the Hudson Center, yeah. Like spring training. You guys uh were hitting fungos and then you were going out and running pass patterns. But I look, I <laughs> I think that the reason why I thought that was and and I thought the answer was really interesting, but as I mentioned in in one of my questions, uh I have a buddy who covers the 49ers that I've known for a really long time and and he did something back in 2018 that I thought was really cool and I would, have, I would love to do this for us if I could get the Packers to make their assistant coaches more available to us than they do. He did a podcast with every one of their position coaches. And so when they hired Halfley, I went back and listened to the one he did with Jeff. And Jeff Halfley talked about coaching Darrell Revis at Pitt in college and then coaching him again in Tampa. And he talked about how much how important it was to him to listen to players and learn from players and He rattled off yesterday when I asked him about this a bunch of other players that he's coached, including richard Sherman and The reason why I thought it was Germaine is that if there was one thing that Joe Barry, who is a incredibly nice man, everybody liked him as a dude um but if there's one thing that it seemed. He had a shortcoming at, besides having guys play eight yards off the line of scrimmage when it's third and five, uh, was that he didn't really have much interest in players' input, right? Mm. I mean, we saw the Jair stuff. We heard other players talk about it. And I'm very curious to see how much Jeff Halfley wants their feedback and their input, because what he had said in that podcast and what he said yesterday was that he's He's learned far more from players than he's learned from other coaches and that he he really believes in that relationship. Now, that's easy to say on February 22nd, but let's see if he's able to do it and if he does, how it works, because there's also a slippery slope there, right? Like, you, you, you have to be able to put your foot down at times and say, no, even though you want to do this, this is what we're going to do, and here's why this is better. And if he's able to do that, that will indicate that he does have those types of relationships.
1: Last thing for you, Jason, I'm calling Jeff Halfley El Jeffe, like El Hefe, but with Jeff. Can I get an endorsement on that or no?
0: Um... Yeah. Why? Why are you
1: answering for him? <laughs> Give him a moment. He wanted to think about it. I think, he wanted to I think the pause. moment
0: no, answered. Shocked, it was so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think the moment answered yeah, for you was, there. Yeah. Yes. you rendered him that that speechless. Was, uh, that's sometimes
1: that's yeah, a good that thing.
0: Was, not I on a radio show. Not using. Yeah, I was definitely not using that pause to think about. What
1: were you doing? You were trying to like uh,
0: rolling I his eyes. <laughs> I wanted to emphasize just how horrible of <laughs>
1: I think you were considering it. That's what was happening there. Or you just wanted to let me down easy. You were like, oh, let's see. How could I delicately no, I, put this? I to.
0: No, oh, I definitely didn't want to do that either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jason, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, everybody, take care, be good. He's Jason Wildy. You can hear him on Wildy and Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy each and every weekday. Gotta take a break. We've got Craig Karmazin coming up next here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Stick around.
2: Doesn't matter Never what age you a- are, low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. That's where mentality comes in. Local healthcare facilities specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. That's why I use mentality. Maybe you're tired, groggy, you just don't feel like yourself, don't have that energy to get, not even just get through, but attack the day the way you used to be able to. Those could be signs of low testosterone. And with mentality, they can help you with that. You book an appointment at lowtusa.com, go through their process, get a blood panel done within a week, your results are back to you. And if your testosterone levels are low, like mine were, you can start a customized testosterone treatment plan just for you. That's what I love about Mentality. It's it's not a one-size-fits-all solution. They want to make sure that your levels are where they need to be for you. So go to LowTUSA.com. Mentality allows treatment to fit into every guy's lifestyle. Learn more about Mentality at LowTUSA.com.